Oh shit, we are back. Oh, oh, yeah, I see it. Look at that. No audio problems. So, you know what's funny is we started the last episode by talking about how there were previously audio problems and we had them figured out. And then we had audio problems (laughs) and I still had to fucking use Zoom. But we actually got it figured out this time. Yeah. Go ahead, Colin. Go ahead, Colin. Tell him what it was. It was my work computer. See? It's the fucking man holding you down. See, you work for a smaller company. You're like not the man. You know what I'm saying? You're not a big corporation. Guess what? The fucking man was holding you down. They don't want you using that shit for anything except work purposes. Well, yeah. Well, we work with some real clandestine shit. Yeah. Uh, So... What the fuck does that word even mean? What did say that? I've heard the word. What does it mean? It means like secretive. Really? Yeah. Like, it like, is, uh, is clan, is clan like just the short version of that? I, I actually think it's probably a more, there's probably a more nuanced definition of it, but it's like, uh, you know, like a spy agency, like clandestine services. Like you don't know about those people. Uh, yeah, what's so. the fucking, what's the one movie? Umbrella Academy? Is that a movie? I think so, or a show. I don't know. It's something. I, f- I feel like that's it. Those dudes were all in suits and shit and like, you know, had cool spy gear. Did I ever tell you about the time I was trying to download a movie? Completely legal, by the way. This was not a pirated movie. Uh, always, disclaimer. Always. Fully, fully legal ass movie um, that was named one thing on completely legal site and program. It was named something, and I don't remember what the hell I was trying to download, but I got the movie I Spy with fucking Eddie Murphy and Owen Wilson. <laughs> Did I ever tell you that? No. Oh, God. I wish I knew what movie I was trying to download because I feel like that'd make the story better. Uh, so I download a movie, and I'm, you know, this is a long time ago. Like, I'll, I'd have to look up to tell you, like, when I Spy came out, but this is a long time ago. Um, so I waited forever for this movie to download. I might have been on dial-up or like the slightly faster dial-up, you know, like mm-hmm. DSL or something. I might have been on something like that. All I know is I waited a really long time for this movie to download. And, uh, you know, I get my 20, 21-inch CRT monitor, you know, to the right angle when I lay upon my futon. And I turn this fucking movie on and it is not the movie I tried to get. Very sad. Ended up watching it. Love the movie. It is cheesy as shit, but I love that movie. Have you ever seen it? No, I haven't. That's so funny oh though, that you ended up loving it. Oh, I love it to this day. Like I'll, I'll watch it right now. Uh, it's hilarious. It's about like Owen Wilson. He's a spy and Eddie Murphy's like a, a great boxer. Very, very cocky, super full of himself. Um, and Owen Wilson's like kind of a shitty spy. He kind of sucks. And he has to like, get around somebody who's a big boxing fan. So he ends up needing like Eddie Murphy's help as like a sidekick role. Yeah. Uh, and it just turns into fantastic, a fantastic duo, fantastic comedy. Interesting. Uh, <clears throat> this, I, while you're, while you've been talking, I've just been kind of like looking at the Zencaster interface. I yeah. gotta say, they thought this through. Like yeah. it, it really, it feels like, they, it feels complete. They did a really the, like they've been working on it for a while. I, I like just the way where everything's set. You know, it's like we got both of our waveforms at the bottom. You know, so it's quickly you see you know who's who. Uh, I assume that uh, the 
chat on the side would get smaller with more users in the thing. I assume they would just stack. I, I there. assume. Yeah. I, I don't really know, but um, I mean, for those of you that's listening, Zencaster, I said it before. It's an awesome tool, but they have, they're really thinking this through the whole yeah, like I, modern world we're in needing video. They've added video. I mean, we're doing beta video, so we're not using zoom. Yeah. This is crazy. And it like, it's got the episode and the, the clock at the top. Yeah. The clock is that I got to be honest, weirdly one of my favorite features. It, I was, but I was actually thinking about like how it's like, now I'm just going to stare at that the whole time. But, uh, just cause I'm like that, but uh, now I'm already thinking like, it'd be cool if they had like, they opened up their APIs and they had like Trello in, uh, integration or whatever, yeah. whatever tool you use for your lists, exactly. have their own you- tool for lists. Yeah, a hundred percent. Um, one thing that I think you can also do. Why they pay me the big bucks, everybody? Yeah. Um, is this section called footnotes? And you can add a footnote. And I could be wrong, but I feel like it tags the footnote to the time. Like if I enter, if we talk about something on the fly, and I want to remember it, I can switch over to footnotes, add a footnote, and I'm pretty sure it tags like the time that I added it. I want to see um, something. If I type a message in the chat, if it's kind of, if it does anything to tie it to, hold on. Okay. You want to see if it somehow ties it back to the waveform. What, what the fuck happened? We went from like, we're being podcasters to, oh, uh, see, it just puts the time. Big miss. It should put a little flag on there. But see, that's what I think footnotes should do. Let's test it. Let's, <laughs> let's add a footnote. What? <laughs> Zencaster, you guys, you guys. Uh, okay, so if you look at the footnotes, it at least puts the exact time of the waveform. So, uh, granted, it's not a flag. What would the flag visually on here do for me? Nothing, because I'm going to export this, put it in audio. Oh yeah. Now I that I got right. the time, I guess you're right. though, that's really cool, though. But it could. Oh hey, uh, yeah, that's pretty cool, dude. Zencaster is cool. Um, the, first of all, this sounds very sponsored. It's not sponsored. No, it's, it's just. Not. It's just. If they want to sponsor us. Holler. You know what? Kind of they are, if you think about it. Because right now, Zencaster has opened up uh their free account. They've removed the restriction. Like, normally with a free account, you only get so much uh time, like audio recording time per month. And you can only have, like, I think two guests. They're waiving both of those. And it's... I was actually thinking about this today. It says waived during coronavirus pandemic or whatever. I wonder if when they started that, they knew that this shit was going to be for fucking ever. Yeah. And at what point as a business are you like, you know what? Like we really wanted to do this during the pandemic, but this shit's going on forever. So we're taking that back. I would pay. Yeah. yeah. I'm also thinking about, I bet there's a whole team at Zoom that's been working on their new product, Zoom for podcasting or something like that. I'm, I'm speculating here. Right. And now, and now they're all fucking jumping out the window. <laughs> like, God damn it. Zencaster got BS to it. Yeah. But Zencaster has been, been trying to do it for a minute. Uh, it's just, I, no, it's, I gotta say, I'm pretty impressed. That's all we can, we I, can quit talking about user interfaces. No, I don't really want to, to be honest, cause I have a different <laughs> story about a different one. Um, so <clears throat> somebody reached out to me on a, on a discord server for podcasting. And they were just more or less like hitting up random people that have, you know, in this specific Discord server, they were hitting up people that had the the user role of podcaster. 
and they said, Hey, I'm a developer. I'm working on something. I'd love to just like, you know, send you this survey. It was like a typical like user, user or a survey monkey survey or something like that. They showed a few, um, very high level like user flows and it was so like, Oh man, this is my wheelhouse. I know that obviously it's your wheelhouse as well, mm-hmm. but it just, it hit me like, damn, this shit happens outside of my life, outside of my job. Um, it was a cool product. I completely think there's a need for what he is kind of going for, but it really got my wheels turning. And I wanted to be like, I really wanted to unload on this guy. I reeled it in a bit, but I, I said, here are some things I'm thinking. You're on the right track, but I do have a background in uh, user experience. Uh, I have a background in uh, UAT testing. So like, I see a lot of opportunity here, and I'm mm-hmm. currently a product manager. So all the things I told him, I got to be honest, I almost felt like he was just looking for validation of his own idea, and he wasn't really open to what I was saying. Fast forward four months, right? Just recently, I got a targeted ad for an app. It's called Stereo. And I'll be damned if it is not his app with everything I said it should have in it. They've launched this new one. Dude, it's fucking wild. It it gave me the weird tingles like, man, I'm good at this shit. Or or where's my royalties? I don't know. Like the app is – it's a podcasting app. That allows you to go live and do live podcast, and people can tune in to either a podcast that's pre-recorded, or uh, you can tune into a live one. If you know that everybody's going live at Sunday at five, that's when your favorite one goes live. You can record notes and send it, and they can listen to it and even play it live on the podcast, and then it becomes a recorded episode at the end. Mm-hmm. But it gives you the opportunity for user engagement, and it's weird because that's kind of what the radio used to do, right? Yeah. And and it's like it's kind of taken a step back from that recorded. Well, I mean, it is what it is. I don't know. I thought yeah, it was well, cool. uh, yeah, no, I mean it I podcasting I kind of had the I kind of had that uh revolution or revolution uh revelation the other day that podcasting really is just kind of the new radio show. Uh, uh, there's obviously radio still exists, but it's like everybody's got CarPlay now. That's why you see, you know, uh, Spotify's got like your daily drive and stuff. It's got like little podcast snippets and things that you listen to. And, and yeah, I think that we're seeing this stuff kind of all come together in a really cool way. Streaming so. as a whole is just the new media, you know? Yeah. Do you, first of all, do you guys still have cable television? No. No. Okay. I mean, I we don't either. Um, no. We haven't for, I don't know, seven, seven or eight years. I don't think I've had it. We, like, have the streaming services that we like, and then, like, uh, like uh, we have Sierra's mom will let us use, like, their cable password for, like, certain apps. Like, you know, if we want to watch a Buckeye game on the ESPN or, you know, or whatever, or the yeah. Big Ten Network or whatever. So Yeah, that's exactly what I got going on over here. And I, for that reason, I haven't missed it. Shit's shit's cool. Um, <clears throat> speaking of cool, I've wanted to have this conversation so many times, and I forget to put it on the board. And I know you're you're looking at it like, where the fuck is he going with this? <clears throat> Condiments for sandwiches, okay? Okay. So specifically, burgers, hot sandwiches, things like that. Okay. Right. 
Do you use cool condiments or warm condiments? <laughs> That's the realest question. Uh, absolutely both. Okay. Explain. Uh, let's, you know what? Let's go one by one. Ketchup. Well, cold. Why? I don't know because it's weird warm. You think it's weird warm. I'm promising. I'm promising that some of your favorite places use warm ketchup. And it is literally the difference. It is the difference. I've always had this weird thing where like I never think my food I cook at home. I'm like, guys, I'd rather just fucking have a a hamburger from McDonald's. Like I don't want to cook a hamburger at home. And when I do cook it at home, it doesn't matter what I use. I actually probably prefer the McDonald's one. I don't know what they've done to me. But I do. they warm the ketchup? Warm ketchup, dude. You know, I don't, I guess I don't really eat, I don't really put ketchup and mustard on burgers. So, uh, I got, if I get like a McDonald's double cheeseburger or a quarter pound or something like that, I'll just get it with ketchup. It's whatever, you know, yeah. but like, I don't like, like when I go to Five Guys, here's a mixture of cold and warm toppings. When I go to Five Guys, I always get, uh, raw uh, jalapenos, like Ooh. just because they're hotter. I like mm-hmm. them better than sautéed, so that's why I get those cold. And I like the crunch. Yeah, but then I get uh sautéed onions and peppers because I like the caramelized flavor better on a burger. <laughs> and then lettuce. I don't want warm lettuce. I don't even know what would happen to lettuce if you warmed it up. That's the burger warms it up. And then uh mayo. And I don't want warm mayo. How do you know? I assume that if you were to heat up mayo, it would turn away liquidy. <laughs> like the like the egg whites would separate or something. <laughs> I don't turn know. Turn into an omelet? I just feel like it would get really like like coagulated. Is that the word? I don't know. No, I thought that's when something gets more viscous. I'm talking what about the, it. it what is get, viscous? Why do you know? What are all these words? We vi- we haven't podcasted in or we haven't podcasted in two weeks. What would you do? Just study words. Have you ever got your oil changed before? They never ask you what viscosity. No, they ask me, do I want synthetic or regular? And I say, which one's cheaper? I have over seventy five thousand miles. I need that one. It's not that. It's 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 the viscosity. It's it's like if if it's is it ten W thirty? Is it fifteen W thirty? Because it's how thick it is. It's how well, like, the just, thickness. I thought there was a fucking. There's a strategy to that. Like in the winter, isn't it supposed to be thicker or or one of the two or thinner in the? There's dude. Okay, if it's you like want summer, it, you want it thinner and you want it less viscous in the winter. Uh, lower viscosity oil because. It's cold and it takes, it takes less time to warm up and thin. So you think, do you think they even sell that out here? Cause it's warm all the time. It was fucking 79 yesterday. Yes, they sell it because certain engines takes different viscosities. I don't know, man. It sounds like, sounds like a racket. It it's just like so funny that I just use like a normal word and you thought I've like been learned okay. in the last two weeks. <laughs> Here's the thing. I, <laughs> I have heard viscosity. I've heard that in relation to oil. I didn't realize that fucking viscous was any type of shortened version that somebody would use like in a real human conversation that wasn't about engines. When you say something, talking about something as viscous, it is thicker 
How viscous is it? How viscous is your your weenus? <laughs> That's what that, I'm only going to speak about. Like, damn, shit looking viscous, thick. That's going to be the new thick. <laughs> shit looking viscous. It's <laughs> pretty good. Uh, we didn't talk about the. Uh, do you, well, do you do cold or or warm ingredients or condiments? I'm about to fucking start doing warm. I pretty much always use cold. I thought that was the sign of a good like. Imagine you microwave it ahead of lettuce or some shit. Oh shit! I'll put it in the toaster. Uh, air fryer, dude. Air fryer. Um, no, I've always um, I've always used cold. I've always thought that was like the symbol of something fresh. Is when like the burger patty is steaming, the bun is room temp. I don't really grill the bun. I just fucking slap it on there. And but like the lettuce is crisp and the pickles and the ketchup are cold like yeah, I always thought, that's what i'm saying well i thought so until i was fucking eating my mcdonald's cheeseburger the other day and i was like why are single cheeseburgers literally why are they the best things on the planet and i can eat like 15 but of them. i how do you know they i don't think they're like actively warming them i think it's just because it's been wrapped in a package no i'm telling you i these motherfuckers <laughs> come from the window to my car to my hand they're unwrapped i don't even leave the parking lot and they're already unwrapped. Everywhere else I go, like Wendy's and shit, like clearly it's cold. I can taste well, okay, it. Well, okay, so it. yeah, so it, I was immediately – I was actually about to say that like that's one reason I like Wendy's better is because you bite into that crunchy-ass cold veggies and shit. No, I want warm ketchup. I, I honestly <laughs> think – I honestly think it's why I like McDonald's so much. I fucking love McDonald's. And it's like, I don't even, you know how you get like a bad experience somewhere and it like, it turns you off to a place. Yeah. Does not happen with McDonald's. I, I thought it was a, I thought that. I, I did thought today onions, for lunch. <laughs> you had McDonald's? Yeah. Dude, I, I thought onions may have been called something different in Arizona because I will go through and be like, oh, let me get two single cheese. I call them single cheeseburgers, by the way. And I, the dude called me out the other day on it. He's like, you mean cheeseburgers? I'm like, oh, Sir, yeah, this isn't a Wendy's. <laughs> well, you're right. Because like, I guess they have double cheese, so you don't need to fucking specify when it's not a double. No, but it makes sense because you're from Columbus, Ohio, and our restaurant, they call yeah. it a single. Okay. So I said, let me get two single cheeseburgers, no onion. Cool. Every time the little tag that like double checked for accuracy sticker is on there and it literally says no onion. And every time they have onion, I I just thought like maybe onions are called something different out here. And when that fucking comes across the screen, like the dude panics and doesn't know what to do. And he's like, maybe they mean more onions. So he throws it on. I'm not kidding. And I went to several different McDonald's. This happened four or five straight McDonald's experiences in a row over the course of a few weeks. So the silliest one was I go and I order the same thing. Two single cheese, no onion. One had fucking onions and one didn't. And I was like, I have no idea what's going on. Uh, regardless, guy called me out the other day, didn't care. I get my single cheesies. I bust it out. I bite into it and go, warm ketchup. That, I have, I'm putting this on the board. I have just discovered the reason <laughs> That I like oh, McDonald's boy. better than everything else. And it's specifically single cheese, single cheeseburgers. I, I will say your uh, McDonald's onions are like that. So good. Yeah. I don't, 
I don't get onions almost anywhere. Uh, if they put them on there, I still fuck them up because those little diced bastards are good. They're sweet. Is that what it is? Miles Dude. actually said that today. He was he goes, Dad, you know what I like about McDonald's onions? They're not bitter. <laughs> so I've already had this conversation twice today. I feel like fortune teller being able to predict that. Um, <laughs> what's not sweet or what's not bitter is uh, the Gorilla Glue Girl. How's that for alliteration? Uh, story. Did you see this in the news? Uh, I only like saw it in passing. You're going to have to give me a refresher. Somebody put um, somebody put like spray adhesive in their hair. Yes. So I actually have a can of it right there on the shelf <laughs> that I put those foam things on the wall with Gorilla nice. Glue spray adhesive. <laughs> so there's apparently a hair product that's like a hair glue. It, it's called, you know, something hair glue. Yeah. And old girl ran out of it. And so she's like, well, I mean, this shit looks like it might work in place of that. Um, and used it. I, I gotta be honest. Like even after all this, I still have yet to watch the, the actual TikTok. Okay. I've seen screenshots, but I haven't watched the actual TikTok. But like, this is the hot coffee thing all over again. On what fucking planet would you be, would you look at a permanent glue using a, uh, gorilla, right? Like the symbol of strength, you know, like, and go, I need to put that on my head, my hair, my, my body. I just don't fucking understand people. It drives me nuts. Like you don't need to be told that the coffee, the hot coffee you ordered is hot. Like that you probably shouldn't stick your finger in it or like spill it on your lap. To be fair, McDonald's does need to calm down on the temperature of the coffee. They may make good single cheeseburgers and onions, <laughs> but not, but not coffee. Well, the coffee's fine, but just too hot. Did you know that coffee is supposed to be brewed at like 190 degrees? Yeah, that's why I love going to like actual fancy coffee shops because coffee, you can drink it immediately because it's brewed at the temperature it's supposed to be brewed at. I'm, isn't it? I think it's like, aren't you supposed to brew it at like, it's a hundred and something. Yeah. What? What's, are you telling me that like 190 is cool? Like you can drink that? What do you mean you can drink that? I, I mean, I mean that it's not like scalding hot water. I mean, a hundred. It is scalding hot water well, at for sure. every place, every I'm, place I go. I make, I, I, I make coffee with a Chemex. You know, I know I, you got to get it just under boiling, but by the time it's all brewed and poured. It's not, you know, you're back down to 130, 140 degrees. Uh, so that's what I'm saying. I, I think that McDonald's is keeping their coffee at like 211.75 <laughs> is what we I'm saying. We should look that up. We should bring that fact back <laughs> through next week, figure out uh, what they keep their coffee. What they no, yeah, I'm at. not saying I'm taking 109 degree water out of the kettle and pouring it directly into my gullet. Yeah, dude, I can't even do even 160. Like, I'm pretty sure it's 150 or 160 that they steam the temperature when you get like a latte at Starbucks. You know, they put it in, they got the little temp gauge sitting out the side of their can. I think it's like 150 or 160. 
Doesn't something and have to be above 212 degrees to be steam? You you use steam to froth the milk. So I see. you have We're, you have using your, the steam to bring the milk temperature up. Yes, and you and got it, I got it, using I got air and steam to froth it and create that foamy uh delicious. Again, here we are with one of these conversations where a normal smart person who graduated high school or college or paid attention in class is going to be listening to this going, you guys are so stupid. Why are you guys talking about this so stupidly? Listen, man, we're giving people the inside details. I had to ask. <laughs> I had to I said, "Hey Starbucks, what do you steam this shit to?" Because when they hand me a drink, I can never drink it. It's like I go there to order a latte or something, right? And I leave and it just sits in a cup holder for like 20 fucking minutes until it's even remotely. I ha- I have a baby mouth. I get that. My tongue doesn't handle temperature well. I my shit up. I only ever get a uh, cold brew from Starbucks. I don't like Starbucks hot coffee anyway. So you've just been ordering it wrong. I had the same conversation with somebody else and I ordered their coffee when they came out here and I can, I can fix. I'm a professional. I can fix Starbucks coffees. How do you fix or- black coffee? Well, you don't. That that's a whole different story. You know, Starbucks also roasts like most of the coffee beans in the United States. Like even for other companies. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that makes sense. They're like the largest coffee roaster. That uh, makes sense. Anyway, you if, uh, you can go through Starbucks and ask for your drink at Kids Temp. It's one thirty. Huh. Yeah. So that's what I do. I say, hey, let me get that. At- well, usually I don't order. I don't say kids temp because like you say, hey, let me get that little bitch temp. Yeah, I say, <laughs> I say, hey, what? Are, I, I act like I act like I don't know these numbers. I act like I haven't asked all this shit. I say, hey, whatever you steam it at, can you make it just a little less? I, I ask for it that way. Oh, it you do it all, way better. Oh, kids, you like that too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I look at him and go, hey, can you just you know, can you hook me up? Can you just a little less, please. And uh, they go, yeah, I can do that. Um. And that's that's one thirty. Uh, by one the, of the by the way, I know that if I want a good sweet cup of co- like a fancy thing, yes, I know Starbucks will do it better than a lot of places. I I, I understand that. I'm saying I don't like Starbucks. I, I don't like getting hot black coffee from Starbucks. Is what I'm saying. Hmm. I would rather get hot black coffee from Speedway. Where where they took Starbucks beans and roasted it with their own hot water? It's fine with me. I like the taste <laughs> better. Um, we went off on a fucking coffee tirade. It yeah. all started with Gorilla Glue Girl. I don't I don't know that I have much else to say about it. It just kind of pisses me off that people still have incidents like these. That's it. She got it taken care of. She started a fucking GoFundMe. Got a little bit of money, and then some uh, because because she thought it was a hair product. Um, she knew that shit wasn't hair product. She just, you know, I don't think she foresaw the, uh, uh, the end result being quite as bad as it was, but a, um, plastic surgeon from like Beverly Hills or something offered to remedy it for free. It was like a procedure that would typically cost someone 12 or 13 grand. And he, like, what did it do? I don't know the full scope, but it fucking bonded to her head. Like, I mean, she, she it was not coming out like you know 15 20 washes later none of it had come out oh, I, I i just assume there's got to be like one thing like nail polish remover or like one well, thing that would just take it right off 
so this that's that's the whole that's how he remedied it. He has he's a uh, he has a chemistry background, and huh. he basically did a bunch of research. He asked some questions to Gorilla Glue, found out that the main you know compound ingredient was like polyurethane, and then used that and created something, some kind of he used some kind of like medical grade unbonding agent or whatever the fuck it was. He used something and got it off in like four hours. So that's crazy. That, uh, that's, people just, do anything just, for TikTok. It's just putting, it's just putting plastic. She just coated her hair in plastic basically. Yeah. You know, like when you go to someone's house and they still got the plastic wrap on the couch. <laughs> I imagine that that's what it was like. <laughs> um, speaking of TikTok. I have successfully successfully posted my third video. What are you what what's what's your what's your hook on TikTok? I gotta be honest, man, nothing. I had no intention on doing anything. I just got one because have you spent any time on TikTok? Other than just flipping through a, a, a here and there. I, I I it's another one of those like Snapchat where I hate the interface so much that I just it drives me crazy. So I don't I don't really judge their interface because they've made it so easy to just get the next video. I love that. I'll sit there and just flip through and watch 30 minutes of fucking TikToks. It's a time suck. They have, they have killed it in that regard. Oh yeah. Um, so I, I just a couple videos that I had posted to like Instagram stories or something. I just also posted there. And I had, I was like, all right, I'll just start posting here as well. Just the same shit I post on IG. It's just, I won't post it here unless I think that it's intended to be funny. Yeah. I won't post like a picture of my daughter, for example. Right. But yeah. if it's a video and the intention was to just make a joke. I'll also post a TikTok. That was kind of my, my thing. Yeah. Um, so I posted two. I was actually surprised. I, I had, I have no followers, no anything. Right. I post mm -hmm. a, a little clip. This is a, a few months ago. And the first day it got like 500 views. And I was like, holy shit, like the discoverability must be crazy on TikTok. Like no wonder people blow up and become huge stars. Like, yeah, this was just a stupid video I posted and I have no friends. And yeah. it, you know, the second one I posted got like a thousand views. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, ha this is it kind of blowing my mind. And then enter the time where for months go by and I post nothing. Well, the other day on National Pizza Day, I was sitting at the park with my daughter and I kind of look across the way at this electrical box. And for some reason, it looked like it said pizza to me. And so like I used my phone to zoom in because, uh -huh. you know, I got that new Samsung phone. And it's got like a hundred times optical zoom. Okay. Uh, so I zoom in on it. It doesn't say pizza, but even up close, it kind of resembles the word pizza. And I just posted me zooming in. That's it. And said my fat ass thought this said pizza. And I put a little pizza song over top of it and posted it to tiktok 56,000 views crazy i have no idea why how but literally every day my phone was buzzing all day long i had to turn notifications off because every time somebody viewed liked it did anything it was just buzzing it's crazy and it, i know I, I i i'm like are there fucking playlists like what how are people even seeing this? I have no friends, no follower, no nothing. I don't know. So if it, you're trying to start I mean, is it, TikTok, I mean, is it just people who are sitting there for half hours like view, view, yes. view, view, it, They must view, be. View. You know, here's the thing that pisses me off is uh, 
uh, Symphony Apparel, the drive-by moshing, just went viral again for like a third or fourth time, this time on TikTok. This is like two weeks ago, three weeks ago, something like that. And it's like, man, if, if we had, if we had our publishing set up, like if to think about this stuff, obviously a contract for a band that was signed, uh, that was signing in 2003 had no, you know, digital was just like a line item at that point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, so now it's, and you know, it's, it's a copy of a copy of a copy now, that video, but it was yeah. like crazy because we like, I, I was on, I, I was on Twitter and somebody, I think it was Josh Richter was like, uh, congratulations to, uh, for Colin to be young enough to still go viral on TikTok. And I was like, <laughs> what? And I look and I'm just like, again, like, this is my musical legacy is a breakdown. That's just a bunch of open notes that kids <laughs> acted like shitheads to. So funny. We arguably, we wrote an entire EP. That was a bunch of open notes. So funny. That was it. Um, so I just wish I was time. get. I was just wish I was getting that money from those, from those plays. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like if, if I can post me zooming in on a word that isn't pizza that I thought was pizza and get 56,000 views. Like if you even try or put effort into content, like people should really be blowing up on TikTok. I think it speaks to how many people are sitting there on TikTok just looking for stuff to consume. Mm-hmm. And they're just, they're just running to the fucking end of the earth and scrolling on a pizza video. Like it's out there. If people, I guess that's how you do it. You just jump from new social media to new social media and, if you're producing any form of content that's of quality, it's got to be seen. All right. Uh, mark this space. Next week, I'll be famous on TikTok. I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah? I'm oh. Just I'm, I was like, you, you want some help? Like, I'm down. Uh, some- we didn't talk about my new webcam. Look at this. It's working. Yeah. It's, it's working I, I mean, very there's, well. Is this little guy? It, this little guy right here. So two things. One, it wouldn't have that if you paid for it. I know. Uh, I know. I didn't. I, I wanted to test it tonight to see if it was, if I wasn't going to spend eight bucks on an app that ended up not working for me. So, so you are not the first person I've recommended this app to. Um, it's called Epoch Cam. Yes. Uh, I'm sure it started as some other company and Elgato, you know, bought that, bought it, but, um, great little app. It allows you to take your iPhone, open Epoch Cam, plug in a USB, plug it into your computer. It can do it uh, over now, Wi-Fi. I have it. Pl- I have it plugged in because I assume that'd be way quicker. But it's not. It's not even that. It's the whole. It'll drain the battery. Yeah. Like that's what most people plug them in for that reason. Um, and with the free version, you get a small little Elgato watermark, and I think Max. Uh, 640. 640p. So three, 340p. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then with the paid version, like you said, it's like eight bucks or something. And it, I think it does 720 or 1080. Yeah, it goes and full the watermark's HD. gone. Yep. Full HD. Yeah. So, and there's other things like you can use it as a microphone as well and things, but I actually have it, uh, propped up on top. It's a pretty hood looking rig, but it's propped up on top of my monitor. So it still is like where a webcam would be. It's funny. Yeah. 
it's not bad. And for everybody that, you know, was relying on these things for uh zoom and shit like that, like they're, they're, it's not a bad little get up. If you like, you basically have a nice webcam in your pocket. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like, cause I was talking to my buddy tonight and he was like, I have a webcam. I, if you want it, it's got a tripod and stuff. And I was like, well, if this works, it's like, that's one less thing hanging around with a cord on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, speaking of hanging around, so let's address this, Colin. So we didn't pod last week. We did it. I just were on a podcast last week. Oh yeah, I was. What, what happened? How, how come you didn't have time for our podcast, Colin? Ooh. Uh, okay. Okay. So we did that. First pod. of all, shout out, shout out the podcast. Oh, I did the Tiki bar happy hour, Lee West and Sammy's, uh, podcast. And, uh, and, uh, I did not do that at a time that would have interfered with this. It was a weeknight. I went over to his, I think it was a weeknight. Maybe it was a Saturday. W E A K was a week night. Ooh. That's why you weren't responding to my text this week. Cause you were, no, you're being <laughs> pissy with me about it. No, I'm just kidding. No, uh, I thought, I thought the little podcast, uh, cover they used, the whole picture and shit. That was, that was a cool little. Yeah. It was funny. Yeah. Cool little cover. Uh, no, it was, it was fun. You know, just went over and hung out and did the same thing, just bullshitting and, uh, um, but yeah, then, it was my week after that or my weekend after that just got so crazy. And then on, I, I, on Monday morning I woke up and I was like, cause we had talked about maybe potting on Monday and then I woke up on Monday and I just needed, I was in a weird space. I needed a day and I, and I like did my morning meetings and like talked to my bosses and said I was taking a PTO day and I didn't look at my phone for the rest of the day. It, mm. it was like a total fuck you day. I, I just I, like, I didn't talk to people. I didn't think about work. I didn't follow the news, anything. I just like disappeared for the day. So sorry about that. <laughs> no, uh, I did the thing where I read your like text and was like, Oh, let me reply to him in a second. I, maybe I was driving or something and just never went back. And normally that happens to you or I, but then one of us will text again and be like, Oh shit. The first time that I had the oh shit text again was like today. I went to text you that 92 uh, Deftones video yeah. from them on public access and was like, damn, I didn't reply to, I didn't reply to his text. Um, so yeah, just bad timing. Something else that didn't happen though is I couldn't believe we didn't mention Screech passing away. That one kind of just kind of slipped through the slipped under the news radar in general. It seems. Yeah. The, Bummer. And like, I think most people when they hear Screech, like you go back to Saved by the Bell. Obviously, that's what it's from. Yeah, it, I immediately went to the porn thing. Yeah. Do you I, yeah, remember? Yeah. I mean, he. That's a thing. Is a huge chunk of our culture only remembers him from Saved by the Bell. Then a huge chunk of our culture remembers him from the fact that after Saved by the Bell, he had a very, a very storied history in and out of television. Yeah. I mean, he was doing porn. But you know what's, let me stop you right there. I heard the porn thing was fake. 
Oh, really? He's, yeah, bro. Like, that's where I was going with this is like, I heard, I heard he passed. In my mind, I was like, oh, no, no shit. Like, if I didn't know he had cancer, like, maybe he fucking knew he had cancer. And he's like, I'm about to YOLO so hard. I'm going to do some fucking porn. I'm going to do all this crazy shit. I Googled it. And the first thing I get was a story about how he came out and said, like, that was actually not me. That was a stunt double. That was all publicity thing. And I was like, what? I started reading about it. I don't know if it was or not. I gotta be honest. I don't care. I just thought like a lot of things with that dude must have flew under my radar. <laughs> well, yeah, because because well, he was on a lot of that uh, washed up celebrity bullshit that was on VH1 in like the late 2000s, early 2010s, like celebrity rehab and yeah. all that. He was he was on all of that shit a lot. Like I feel like he was on that stuff a lot. So uh it was one of those things where when he passed it was also one of those things where he passed away and it was like, wait, didn't he already pass away like three years ago? Or you know, like <laughs> shit. So I don't know. <laughs> Damn, that's kind of fucked up. You're like, what the fuck? What little irrelevant ass fucking dude am I thinking of then? If it's not this irrelevant ass. Well, dude? no, no, because of what I guess what I'm saying is like it's it's it it was one of the things where it's not surprising because he was on those like yeah. rehab shows and things like that. You know, like like uh, what's his face? There was one of that one dude from Allison Chains or something. Uh, their original bass player was fucking on fucking Vern Troyer. Yeah, like a lot of people were on those like rehab shows ended up like dying of overdoses and things like that later. So Vern Troyer, I, he died, right? Yeah. He just died of being alive. He died of being alive. Uh, Anything special? I can't remember. I, I think it was medical. Okay. Died from being alive. Wow. Now, <laughs> you know well, we I'm can saying. both check out our fucked up checkup. Speaking of fucked up, have we talked about the boys? We talked about it when season one was out. Can can I just say that like I fucking loved season one and was so excited for season two and then forgot and didn't even watch it. Oh, you haven't watched season two? Not a fucking, not okay. a drop. I'm also not the person that can be spoiled. Things can't be spoiled for me, so just – if you want to talk about it, spoiler no, I, alert. I have not seen. I have not seen season two. I thought you were about to spoil it. That's why I held my hand. Oh, and this. No, I was no, like, no. whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, but now we we started the last episode of season one uh, the other night, and I fell asleep after like twenty minutes. So we need to revisit Ooh. it. But I, you need, yeah, you need to watch that. I gotta say, it is easily. One of the most compelling shows I have seen in a long time. Like, it the writing is just so. It's everything is just so well thought out. They do such a great job of like really making you hate everybody. Like yeah. good good guys and bad guys. You just hate everyone for different reasons. And uh, but just like. You see, you've seen it in other superhero things before, especially stuff that's based on graphic novels. This kind of like peek behind the curtain, uh, this stuff. But I, the, the way that they do it, like, you know, like collateral damage support group and things like that, like just really interesting concepts. I, I love it. I absolutely love it. I, I feel embarrassed that I hadn't watched it yet because so many people had recommended it to me saying that it's like something I would love and it absolutely mm-hmm. is. 
Yeah, I can't wait for you to finish season one because holy shit, I want to talk to you afterwards. It is and it can be, it such can be a dark show. Conversation. Yeah, it is such. It really a, is. I mean, this show like the first twenty minutes of the first episode. You're kind of like, how does the show get darker than this? And it does. Every episode, it gets darker and darker. Yes. That I I can't remember exactly what episode this thing I'm thinking about happens, and I feel like it's the last one. Oh my god, I can't wait! Sweet. Um, so we end up talking about user interfaces a lot. We end up talking about experiences, and we also talk about fast food, right? Mm-hmm. So, no surprise, I am a huge pizza fan. Obviously, we I also talk about pizza. Yeah. As a, as an addition to all those other things I said, um, I have a pizza tattoo. It's a a gravestone with a skeleton hand holding a slice of pizza. It says "Rest in Pizza." My wife has a pizza tattoo as well. Um, big pizza fans. That being said, I've never been a fan of Little Caesars. Never. My okay. kid, probably his favorite spot. Loves it. Loves it. Loves it. Can't get enough. And it's one of those things where, like, every few pizza. Fridays, we would like let him choose, or we would just get, you know, little Caesars just to make sure everybody's like voice was heard. Um, it, it's exactly <laughs> the same in my house. I want you to know that. Like, it, yeah, it, when it's Beatrice's turn, if like, cause we do like every Fridays, it's, it's a different kid. And then yeah. ours, it, when it's B's turn, it's always little Caesars. Always. Yeah. So they just, it's like kid palettes, man. Kid palates, they're just not refined enough, you know what I'm saying, to know what good pizza is. Yeah, my mom loves Fucking pepperonis don't even cup. My mom mom loves Little Caesars. All right, well, spoiler alert. Holy shit. Out here, it tastes different. It's so fucking good. (laughs) I, I, and I can't figure out, I can't figure out if it's because maybe we just don't have that great a pizza out here. And so that's the closest thing to being like a, Although we do, uh, we have Donato's at our Red Robin. Red Robin out here carries Donato's pizza. That's all you can't get it at. Like there is no Donato's. There's Weird. just Red Robin with Donato's Weird. pizza. Uh, they have a partnership. I looked into it. It's crazy. Um, I would hope it's a partnership. <laughs> yeah, they, they obviously didn't just steal it. They're just they're just they going just had- and getting Donato's take and bakes <laughs> from the grocery store. <laughs> Shit. Um. Anyway. So I always was real appreciative of Domino's, their whole pizza tracker. I felt like, holy shit, this is like nobody's doing this. And here's this little like, you know, arguably shitty low budget pizza place Mm -hmm. doing this really cool, innovative thing. Little Caesars has them beat. So their app has all the same shit, right? It also has the fucking pizza portal, which you order and then you get a QR barcode and you go there and you see your fucking you see a hot oven and you just like boop scan the barcode and the goddamn door opens and you take your pizza like so oh my god that that because that's where i was going to take this is regardless of one's views on little caesar's pizza which you know it's still pizza and even when we get it here i almost always grab a slice you know even when my kids get it like or if it's because it's also a really good I don't feel like cooking tonight. I can go spend $5 on a pizza that will feed all three of my kids and none of them will complain about it. And uh so we do get it often. And 
the pizza portal is just the best experience. It's, yeah, like, I, like where the fuck it, has that been? Like every restaurant has an app. Nine times out of a ten, the app's a piece of garbage. Uh, nine point nine times out of ten, every time you use it, it has a different interface because they've updated it four times in between the last time you used it, even if mm. it was three days ago. Little Caesars Pizza Portal. It's easy to order. It's easy to fucking pay. And then it's the you can use the QR code or, or type in a three digit number. I can just look and go in the car and go zero two eight and set my phone down, walk in and go zero two eight, boom. Yeah. You know, what it's no that they everybody yeah, should do what they're doing. It. They're getting it right. They are they are doing the pizza ordering game justice the way chipotle has the whole like regular food like chipotle's app is fucking phenomenal wendy's app is fucking phenomenal i can't speak about some of these other garbage ass ones i do have an entire folder on my phone dedicated to food ordering places but those are my gold standards i judge it by chipotle i judge the innovativeness it was always by domino's because again when you pull up to domino's you can hit the button that says i'm coming inside and then you come inside and your fucking name is on a touch screen and like you type the touch screen to say like I'm inside now and they just walk up and set your shit down. Like I don't even talk to humans anymore. It's fucking everything, great. everything about what you just said would have, would have been so different if you replaced it with porn. Like di- <laughs> you press a button that says I'm coming inside. <laughs> oh shit. You press the other button that says I'm inside. All right. Uh, the Wendy's app, the I, I do agree that it's a great app. The rewards and offers flow needs a lot of help, but really? that's that's another conversation for another time. But uh, I, I like it. I can't. I can't hate on it. <laughs> I I love I love that that conversation got our brains thinking though. Oh shit. <laughs> Oh Jesus! Because we did we did not talk about that ahead of time, and all I put on the board was Little Caesars Pizza. That's that's it. I was just I was driving home from a, a fantastic pizza portal experience, and I was like, I need to talk about this for real though. It, it it the the app experience makes the garbage pizza like almost worth it. Uh, yeah, and we've tried all of them now: the thin, the pan, the hand toss, the stuffed crust, the extra most bestest. Like we've tried all that shit, and I can I can say that. They got some bomb ass pizza if you order it right. Shit. Um, <laughs> man, we gotta get off pizza. I just had like a hundred, a hundred sloppy joes and I would love to have a sloppy joe conversation, but I'm not going to take us from pizza to sloppy joes. So next podcast, be on the lookout for a fucking riveting, riveting sloppy joe conversation. Cause I have so many questions I need to ask you. Um, I just want to know. T- I'm excited to talk about sloppy joes. I fucking can't wait. It's my favorite food, except for pizza. Um, but let's talk about a couple things that we've either been doing or watching. Number one, you watched the documentary? Yeah. Uh, last night, I watched uh, the the documentary about Patrice O'Neill, the comedian, mm-hmm. um, who passed away a few years ago. Uh, he had a stroke. He was diabetic. And... Uh, but 
uh, Bill Burr was talking about his podcast because he's got a entertainment company called All Things Comedy. That's it's great comedy content like on YouTube and stuff like that and uh, produces a lot of shows for Comedy Central and things. And, and he produced the he produced this documentary and he said, you know, like they were like really good friends. And, you know, he and you really respect him, really want to do him justice and go deep and stuff like that. And man, it's a great it's on Comedy Central and it's a great documentary. And it uh, has a lot of heart. It's hilarious. I was weeping at the end. Uh, but there was a part in the middle that was just so it struck me because I, I, I fell asleep or I started fading in and out last night halfway through. So I watched the second half this morning when I got up and uh, there's this whole section where it, sh- it talks about his struggle with, um, you know, basically everyone was saying he could be, he could have been as famous. He could have been more famous than a lot of comedians because he was so well respected, but he always mm-hmm. self-sabotaged by being obnoxious or fucking things up or, you know, being an asshole to somebody. And basically they were talking about it was his struggle with not wanting to play the game, not wanting to jump through the showbiz hoops. He mm-hmm. wanted just to be himself and that hurt the him. Politics. That hurt him a lot. And, uh, over the, over the years, but also got him a lot of respect. And it was just interesting because it articulated the way I kind of felt about a lot of my career uh, in a way that I hadn't been able to, you know, and I, and it was, it was one of those things where it's, you know, it's a meme now to say like, I feel seen, you know, but it was one of those things where it was like, wow, like this is how I think about things. It's like, it's like, there's a lot of times where I feel like I can't be bothered with like the bullshit you know like why do we have to have this zoom meeting right now why couldn't you have just emailed me you know like things like that and or i mean that's a more common thing but i you know things that like i'm sure i could be making a lot more money and probably be higher up uh if i if i if i played the game a little harder but I, i just never have been really interested in that and so I don't know. Watching that was, it was a good documentary, but it was also just, uh, super relatable for me. And, and the way that like you, you saw his struggle was really interesting. Yeah. I have a lot of people that say that to me as well. Like they, they don't want to play the game and that's, you know, why they haven't moved up in, in my company and shit like that. And I've gone through my own battles with that. Uh, when I started with this company, it was 06, and I took the job. I tell everybody, like, I took this job because it paid more dollars per hour than the other job that I was doing that was very similar. That's all it was, yeah. 100% a job. And then after being in that job for five years and kind of getting the opportunities within to kind of flexibly help another department out and kind of see that, holy shit, there's like, there's a path forward. There's, there's a, a path out of my current position but it requires me to kind of play the part a little bit, right? To, mm-hmm. to start getting into the messy corporate politics. Um, yeah. And, and honestly, like, I'm glad I did it. And like, and even though after five years I got out and then over the next 10 years, you know, I've struggled with it. I've only held three positions outside of that first one, mm-hmm. you know, 15 years, four total positions with the company. 
And the three over 10 years, I have struggled quite a bit with uh, sometimes reining it in and knowing when to, you know, just kind of like be the fucking corporate kind of kiss ass. And yep, I can, I can help you out with that. And then when to push back and be, you know, empowered to feel like I am able to push back. It sucks, man. It is a fucking never ending balance act. And I'm, I still struggle with it. Yeah. I, and I think there is also just a, cause we've talked about this a little bit before. And I, I think, you know, there's a part of it that is the way just brains are wired. You know, mm-hmm. you, you, you're a lot better at playing the game than I am, you know, because you're, you've tuned your brain in a way that, that you approach hustling in a different way than I do. You know I'm glad I mean? you said that word specifically because that's what it is. Yeah. It, it is a hustle and it, it is, is a total. It, it's a specific type of hustle is what I'm saying. You know, yeah. like, cause I, I, I hustle too, but in a totally you different way. You work hard. You so. hustle as in work hard on things. Right. Well, no, but I'm saying like, uh, here's a good example. You could say, I want to make, I want to be making more money. So you just like, hustle real hard at your job you play the game real hard and and you know do what you got to do to get to that next level put the pieces where you got to put them play those politics games all that stuff for me it's like man i should probably be getting paid more but you know i i really like the the vibe that i've created and, and the you know where i'm at here and stuff like that so i'm just gonna like start doing as much design on the side as possible you know, or things like that. You know, oh, okay. so, so it's so like, you like, don't, you don't want to mess up. You don't want to mess up the feng shui of, of your main gig by bringing yeah. in, because, because it's one of those things where everything has a price. And I, I try to explain this to people. It's like, what do you value out of a job? Do you value freedom? Do you value being able to take time off? Do you value, you know, having power within a, a certain position? All these things come with a price. Mm-hmm. And the price can either be you get one of these things back or you get money. If you lose like your freedom to be able to go do shit and you're working fucking hard, you might be making more money, but you're going to have more people demanding things yeah. of you. You're going to have a little less power because you're kind of at the mercy of everybody else. Yeah. You know, or do you like, like you said, you kind of got, you're laid up, you're cool. You dig who you're working with. You like the work you're doing, but you know that if you sacrifice some of those comforts, you could be making more and, but that's, that's a price and a value yeah. comp- or conversation. Yeah, and, and there's an interesting place to be in there too, because the thing that tends the, the, the way that I tend to break the rules the most, I think that, uh, not gets me in trouble, but like, <clears throat> I, I don't like try to impress people like, <clears throat> excuse mm-hmm. me. Like that's, it's, it's, I've worked with a lot of people who are like always in fear of the higher ups mm-hmm. and, and, and maybe it's just because I have seen a lot of shit IRL, <laughs> you know, in my home life growing up, my childhood and stuff like that. I've, and, and I had to do a lot of that. You are very similar to me in this regard where you had to do a lot of shit on your own and, mm-hmm. uh, and hustle hard on your own as a kid and uh i just i'm not intimidated by people and so it's like i have like a really good relationship with like our ceo and our 
for our VPs. And like, I have, I always like get really chummy with like high ups clients and stuff like that too, because I don't give a shit about Let titles. me tell you right now, everyone listening, this is the fucking secret sauce. I have told everyone a hundred times that is exactly what did it for me. They're just people. They're just fucking people. They just, they didn't get where they are because they can only digest content in a certain way. They got where they are because they're fucking smart people who weren't, who weren't afraid of their bosses. Who weren't afraid to push back. I, I, a couple weeks ago, I was in a call with the leadership team where I work and we were talking about some messaging and some website stuff, internal stuff. And I put my opinion out there as the probably low, one of the lowest on the totem pole of like the 15 people that are in the call. And it's, and, and it seemed like there wasn't some pretty good uh, agreement amongst everybody else that was in opposition to what I had thrown out there. Hmm. 10 minutes later, we had already moved on, you know, 10 minutes later, I, I just said, there's a lull in the conversation. I was like, guys, I got to come back to this. I honestly, I'm saying that, I have to push back on you guys. <laughs> and like I st- stood, I like I leaned into it even harder, yeah. even though I was everyone disagreed with me. And I actually changed a lot of people's opinions. And then two days later, my boss was like, by the way, that was a really good moment for you. I just want you to know that. You know, so it's like that's exactly it. I it's funny how yeah. we got into this talking about Patrice O'Neill, because it's exactly what he was dealing with. It's like he didn't know when to keep his mouth shut. He didn't know when mm. to to peel the, band, the 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 curtain back. You know things like yeah. that. And it got him in trouble and, and 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 a few times. But in the end, he was so much more respected for it. You know what I mean? I I a thousand so. million percent firmly after hearing you describe your situation and knowing how much that relates to me in my situation. I firmly believe, and I've, I've told people this, people come up to me and they go, you know, how do you network? I've had people schedule meetings with me to get my opinion on how they can network better. And I'm like, stop fucking caring. Stop caring and just talk to these people like they're people. And that is what it does it. We, we had a guy that was a few levels up. That's why I don't go to networking shit or industry events. I just never have had time for the bullshit. We had an executive that that gets announced as our new executive, right? He's pretty fucking high up there. And he tells a story about how him and his executive buddies, uh, there was some kind of event and he had on socks that, you know, were funky socks, like wild patterns or something. They had something on them. And he tells this story and he's like, yeah. And to this day, my executive pals, like they don't let me forget about these socks. I don't remember what they were for, but it, it, you know, and he's like, he pulls up his socks, he's in a suit and stuff and he pulls up and he shows his socks and he goes, even now, like I've never really gone back to wearing my crazy socks because they give me so much like, like heck for it. Right. So this is the day they announce him. I happen to have on bright blue socks with Bart Simpson on them mooning. That was what was on my socks, and I had on okay. like a blue dress shirt. So I was like, in my mind, boom, ting, ting, ting. I got a connection. I'm going to go tell this dude I wear crazy socks too. And whether he fucking knows it or not, that is going to stick with him. On the very first day he's announced as our executive, 
at the town hall, I'm going to walk up and show him socks with Bart Simpson's bare ass on them. He is not going to forget that. So a few years later when he's leaving, he's like, you know, he's given his little like, I'm, this is why I'm leaving. This is where I'm going, blah, blah, blah. Uh, he pointed out some specific things and he was like, one thing I want to call out is that particular moment. He talked about that moment where I came up on the day he told the sock story and showed him my socks. And like everybody thought I was crazy for doing that. And yeah. I'm like, this is, this is nothing different. This is just like, it's just built into my DNA to like do that type of networking. And like, they're just regular fucking people. I was just showing him. I got a story that is similar to his. That's it. And you know what? If, if, if once you kind of shake that, like kind of weird cultural fear that comes with, uh, industry and titles and stuff like mm -hmm. that, you can find yourself in some like wild shit. Like I, yeah. like we had an industry event at our office and. We were wrapping up for the night, you know, people were leaving and the CEO, the owner of my company is in the kitchen grabbing some, uh, bourbon glasses and some ice. And I was like, Oh, where's the party? Just, you know, just making small talk. And he's like, grab a glass. Let's go. And I ended up fast forward two hours later, uh, hammered in his office with, with like three other local CEOs <laughs> yeah. drinking really expensive bourbon, you know, and it's just like, just, just because I was there and just nice and, and not afraid, not like, Oh, sir, you know, yeah. I hope that I hope I impressed you today, sir. So uh, the same guy I was talking about a level or two up from him, this guy was known for uh, karaoke um, and the first town hall he hosted, he also scheduled a, uh, after party type thing where like, you know, all of the organization was invited to this bar and there's karaoke. He was known for loving it. He and I did Taylor Swift that night. Hilarious. And like from, from then on out, like we were all known, he, we was known that if like I was in, I was in the vicinity, like on a karaoke night, he was going to call me out and we were going to do some songs. He, we did, uh, we did, uh, Jay-Z and Alicia Keys. Uh, New York song. We did that. Go. He was Alicia Keys. I was JC. <laughs> so yeah, like it's all it is, man. Um, speaking of people, did you see this fucking Bam Margera like meltdown? No. Oh my god, I legitimately thought dude was gonna kill himself. Yikes. Yeah, dude. First of all, I have fond memories of like Jackass stuff like that. That that's like that. You know. When that was coming out, I don't want to say it was like revolutionary or anything, but it was. It was revolutionary. I absolutely think yeah. it was. But was it, wasn't it just like an extension of what Tom Green had done? Uh, yeah, but it. It pushed it for sure. Pushed it, it, it pushed it the physically. Well, no, it was, it was because it was people who were essentially our age, mm -hmm. uh, with cameras that we could get doing things that we all did, you know? So it was like Tom green was still, yes, he was doing pranks and stunts and weird shit like that, but it was still bits, you know, it was still like a bit. It was still like mm -hmm. a thing. He had writers, you know, and, and stuff like that where Jackass was like, wait, this is just a bunch of dudes doing the same stupid shit. We're always doing. This is hilarious. Well, they're filming Jackass four. I, I can't wait. And, Bam 
will not be in it. He was fired from the show. Uh, they had him doing all kinds of, he, you know, he struggled quite a bit with addiction, oh, oh, alcoholism, yeah. things like that. Um, they had him doing a, from, you know, from his meltdown video, I'm, I'm just repeating some things like blowing into a breathalyzer, like several times a day. Um, at any given time, they could ask him to go to like a local, like hospital or urgent care or some shit and like ha- take a piss test. Like they had him doing a lot of shit and I don't really know the whole story, but he, definitely appeared fucked up or hammered or something in this meltdown video you'll have to watch it it's like weirdly hard to watch but at the same time like i was glued to it um and there's a follow-up that he posted like a couple days later or later or something there's a there was this doc a documentary about him i think vice was doing a documentary series a couple years ago and he was there was an episode i think because it was like about skaters like where they are now, basically like certain scares. Uh-huh. And, uh, it was one of those things where they was like, yeah, when you it, actually anything that you see documentaries that involve ex jackass guys, they all talk about that time. Steve-O, Knoxville, Margera, they all talk about those, that, that, that time. Like, dude, we were fucked up all the time. Like the, yeah, Steve has been clean for a long time now. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And the, uh, it's just so crazy. Like and you watch it and it's like, yeah, these dudes they were you watch like Viva La Bam because oh, at yeah. that point like when Viva La Bam and Wild Boys was out, like they were all rolling in cash at that point. You know what I mean? Yeah. So now it's they like, can afford to do some even crazier shit. Yeah. Like so, the stuff with the Lamborghinis and shit like that. And, but they could also then afford as much crazy drugs and stuff that they wanted. And so just crazy. Yeah. You'll have to watch that and report back on it. I will. That's wild. Um, so I am still just all the way playing Call of Duty, loving, loving everything. I don't know if you could tell, but I got some new headphones on. Uh, these are the Astro A50s. Had to go ahead and upgrade my fucking headphones game. Um, don't tell my wife they were three hundred dollars. Holy shit! <laughs> shit. Um, well, she's yeah, about to they, find out if she listens this far. She she likes to put this shit on, and you know what I'm saying just like let it be on in the background. We'll see. I won't say anything. Um, but these are fucking awesome. I love them. They're Those fantastic. are sweet. I Have uh, you been uh, playing some new shit. Yeah. So you know, I told you I downloaded that. I I, I added that EA uh add on to my game pass like the xbox game pass yeah. so then i got like all the madden games and shit like that well i was looking through there and ea also owns all owns the uh star wars properties like battle uh a battlefront and stuff like that mm-hmm. and uh there's a game called jedi fallen order <clears throat> and i was like this looks interesting and then i read a couple of reviews and I was like, wow, it actually got pretty high marks when it came out last year or the year before. And uh I just tweeted, I was like, is Jedi Fallen Order worth playing? And like within 10 minutes, like four people I follow are like, yes, do it now. You know, like, and yeah. I haven't played the Assassin's Creed games, but I, I'm told that it's essentially that in the Star Wars universe. So it's like a third person adventure, uh, type, uh, uh, hand-to-hand combat game and um super fun i can't stop playing it and and it's like 
just hard enough, just easy enough, kind of like Red Dead, you know, like a mm. uh, game or like Grand Theft Auto, like where it's like when it's hard, it's pretty hard. When it's but when it's like relaxing, it's really relaxing. And uh, graphics are amazing. It's great. Couple, couple Star things. Wars. I saw uh, in front of you before we started. You had like a keyboard. It looked like a gaming keyboard. <laughs> this. <laughs> Yeah. This was like what's going one, on there. This was one of the boys and uh a bunch of the keys don't work like the period key doesn't work, the question mark key doesn't work. Stuff like that. I use it for uh for my just when I'm using logic and stuff just for key commands and things. Gotcha. Uh so you have the Game Pass. Doesn't I think that also not just works on Xbox, but I think you can play those games on PC too. Anything that's PC. Oh, really? I think, so. Micro- dude, it's Microsoft. Microsoft yeah. Xbox. My- oh, Microsoft Windows. You don't have a Windows computer in that bitch, do you? Wait, you built Rowan one. Does. Rowan has one. Yeah, you should look into it. I'm pretty sure that that Game Pass allows you to play PC games. Interesting. Um, yeah. Huh. And a um, couple other things. Um, you, you have a, I feel like your setup's a little different. You still have your guitars hanging up to your left? Uh, Yes. They're up here. I I am moved into a different spot this week. So oh, okay. Um, are you still doing like your? Are you still doing exercises and stuff like that? Trying, yeah, to- man. I it's funny. I've been focusing. I've been trying to focus more on technique, just in general. Like just like when I'm playing things, even like Maranatha songs, Human Law songs, stuff like that. I'm starting to like not let fuck ups just go by. You know what I mean? Like, you, like, like what? Like, you stop and go back? Like, nope, start it over or start the riff over or, you know, whatever. You know, I'm starting to, like, do stuff like that and being a little bit more repetitive with my playing and really focusing more on, like, if I'm up-down stroking, <laughs> again, in different context, up-down Yeah. Stroking. But, uh, you know, like, focusing on where I'm at here in accordance to here and things like that in ways that I never used to. Mm-hmm. And... Other, like one thing I was joking about the last pod about how I was trying to learn a God forbid solo and it was a futile, futile. Uh, but I did think about it more and I was like, wait a minute though. I should, I should learn God forbid songs, not solos necessarily, but songs because I've got those songs memorized. I can air guitar every riff. So -hmm. why don't I just learn the notes and learn the technique? And. I've been doing that. I've just been like playing old God forbid riffs and stuff like that, that I love. And then we had Maranatha practice yesterday and cause we're going to be recording a few new songs and here soon. And we wanted to get these songs tightened up and it was a night and day difference just for myself, just playing. I was like, wow, these songs are so much, they feel so much easier and they sound so much tighter. Because who knew that practice makes perfect? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I haven't practiced shit. I've just um, never been a tight player because I've never f- focused on that. It, You know, it's actually more like it was when I learned how to play the drums where it was just I'm going to play along with my favorite records and I'm just going to keep doing it. That is that is exactly what I was about to say. So you see the drums sitting behind me. Uh, today, I went down this rabbit hole of like old music thrice under oath like a bunch of shit like that that i could fucking air drum every hit in some of these under oath songs 
So oh, today yeah. I was like, I was like, uh, maybe I'll sit down and like drum along with a fucking under oath song. And I, I uh, was drumming along with, um, what's that? A boy brushed in yeah. red. What the fuck is that song? You know what song I'm talking about. Number two yeah. on the record. The record. Um, the record. You know, it's funny yeah. you, you say thrice uh, in that regard too, because if I'm honest, Riley Breckenridge is probably in my top three or four most influential drummers on me just because when I was starting to play drums was, you know, Symphony Farrell was the first band I played drums in. And, uh, and it was like, uh, if you listen to the fills that I did in that band, they're all just thrice fills because they were fills that I could play. Mm-hmm. They were fills that I could play and I could play well and I could get tight and I could riff on. It's just, it's a, that's exactly it. That's, and now I'm doing the exact same thing 20 years later, uh, with guitar. I'm, I'm just playing, trying to learn my favorite songs. And so I can think of that. I can start to, to riff on their ideas. Tried and true, baby. It's funny. Shit works. All right, Colin, I think that was a, a successful episode 72. I'm looking forward to downloading this audio and actually using audio from Zencaster and not from Zoom. I'm hype on that. Yeah, we did a fucking hour and hour and 15 on late on Sunday night. Yeah. Well, hey, man, I can least, see the time least, now. I can see the time now. At least your time is coming to an end and mine, you know, I got to do the editing, the uploading, all that bullshit. So here yeah. I go. Yeah, but, right, man. but I'm going to, I'll be going to bed and you have daylight out hours left no it's it's dark bro bro you realize it gets dark at like six here like i'm an idiot it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what time of year it is it gets Uh, dark because of the mountains we're in the valley so like we miss out on all kinds of sunlight as where for you guys it's like going down the land way over there it's it's peeking out oh it's gone mine's like Hey man, it's behind that big fucking mountain over there. I guess uh I guess those last couple hours we just fuck me. Like <laughs> we don't get it. Didn't didn't realize that. Alright. Let's All get right. back on this weekly schedule. Peace!